Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 144 of the Eavesdrop Podcast, award-winning Eavesdrop Podcast, nominated year again. I got nominated for Personality of the Year. I got nominated for Serious... Did the Eavesdrop get nominated, Matt? Yeah. So three nominations for for Papa. Well Content done. Creator of the Year, Personality, Esports Personality of the Year, and then, you know, the show, uh, the podcast. Uh, we got so Team of the Year. Team of the Year? Last year. Last, or 2020. Team you guys got Team of the Year? Uh, what team was that? Space Station Gaming. Space Station, shout out my man Sean Duras. Yes, sir. Haven't talked to him in a long ass time, um, but it, it's all good. So today we have uh, our newest, one of our newest members to the Optic Gaming team, to the Optic Squadron. Um, Mr. Slater Thomas uh, Reddles Backwards Slater, that's your first name. First name. Uh, 19 years old, and I'm just reading up here, started playing <laughs> professionally in 2017, previously uh Mech G, The Dudes, Honduras, Pittsburgh Knights, Space Station Gaming, approximate winnings, 254000 What'd you do with that money? Nothing. I bought a Tesla and okay. saved the rest. Bought a Tesla, saved the rest. That's a good, that's a good thing. Um, you are originally from where? Uh, Virginia. Small town near the beach. Virginia Beach. So, Well, welcome, one, to Optic and to the podcast. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah? Um, yeah, I'm in. S- Tell, tell, yeah. us, tell us a story. Like, let, let's start with who you are today. Who are you today? I am Slater Thomas, also known as Rettles. I'm a professional Rocket League player, have been for four years now, formerly Space, space Station of two and a half years, now Optic. Um, I am a one of six in the family. Oh, are you youngest, oldest? Second youngest. Second youngest. Four brothers and a sister. Um, lived in Virginia most of my life, lived in Arkansas for a few years, but now we are in full-time in Dallas. When you say we, who are you talking about? Uh, I'm with the team right now. I'm here permanently. They're here for the season. Got it. For the got it. Got it. Any plans for them to to be moving down here a lot more? Um, I'm not sure. I, they're going to be down here pretty permanently. Mm-hmm. It's like for the regionals, and they're going to take a few weeks off, go home, play the major, come back. Yeah. So are you going, Are you going to go home too? For Christmas, probably, yeah, but good. nothing else. Good, you should. Uh, it's it. I always make it a point for people to be like, look, it's it's really easy to get lost in the grind of this, especially when you know the opportunity just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But right. you also have to remember. And look, I'm 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 guilty of not taking my own advice, uh, but it is important for for you to take to take some time and and sort of you know focus on the things that that matter and the reason why you're doing the things that you're doing. Hundred percent. So it's a 19 year old. W- Two years ago, you finished high school. Last year, uh, twenty twenty one. So yeah, like a year and a half ago. Okay. How what was high school like for you? I mean, because you were playing. Interesting, right? Yeah. Um, it was good. Uh, I played soccer all the way up until high school, and then Rocket League hit. I pulled my hamstring. I was done with soccer for a bit. Yeah. Got really into Rocket League and quit soccer for it. Um, it was something. Why not FIFA? I played a little FIFA, but the pro scene for that game is just bad and. I actually didn't plan on going pro in Rocket League. I just enjoyed it a lot, and I was addicted to it, and I just played a ton. And I got to, I was on Xbox at first, and I got to top 100 on Xbox and top 50 on Xbox, eventually number one on F- Xbox and 1v1s. And I played enough tournaments on Xbox to afford a piece of shit $400 PC. Mm-hmm. And then I played enough, on, or made enough from tournaments on that to buy a nice $2,000 PC. Yeah. And now, now a $20, we're $20,000 PC. No, I imagine. I, I, I just invested a ton into my whole setup, so. That's good. Ten thousand. So that's good. That's really good. Obviously, like nineteen-year-old moving away from a small town, moving into a town like Dallas, right? Because you're you're somewhere around the neighborhood of Dallas. How what's what's the experience like? Like like what happens? This is the first time you're living on your own, and it's truly living on your own. You don't have any roommates. (laughs) You don't have you don't have any roommates. You uh you're you're essentially all on your own, furnished, unfurnished. Furnishing right now. I I was on the call with my bank because they're declining my card because I'm in Dallas and they didn't know. And yeah, it's been a mess. Yeah, it's not fun. It is it's not fun. Being a grown up, man. I know. I'm I'm not excited. I'm not excited. No, it, it it does get a little bit easier. It doesn't get better, right? But easier. it does get easier. Yeah. I mean, I I, t- I talk shit a lot, but you know, it it does get a little bit better. It's but you always I always miss like my the youth. Pain. Nineteen years old. Let me see. Nineteen years old is 1999. Ooh, one of the best years ever for me. 
uh, New Year's, <laughs> December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. That's where uh, that's where I had my mushroom accident. Yeah, we won't talk about that here. Um, all right, so so tell me your story. How did how did you get to like obviously you were telling me that you 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 your hamstring went away, right? You you fucked it up, and then you started Bad. playing. Uh, you got to the top 100 in Xbox, but then what happens after that? Like, what 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 led you to to be a professional and ultimately here? So, like on Xbox, there were small like fifty dollar weekly tournaments, and I would get straight from home from school, start playing with buddies, win those, win half of it, so twenty five bucks, just over and over and over again for six nine months. Ended up buying that PC, and my biggest win in the beginning of my career was on that new four hundred fifty dollar PC where I won a. $4,000 1v1 tournament. Mm -hmm. I brought home two grand, and this was against like the best ones players of 2017, I think. It was called the Market 4K. And that was kind of when I was like, my parents were like, okay, like he can do this. It was the first time where I had to go downstairs as a 14, 15 year old kid, and I was like, hey, can you guys give me your bank information so like they can wire this money? Because yeah. everything else. Was How PayPal. did you explain that to them? It was horrible. They were like, no, we're not giving you our bank information. It took like, days of like me like showing them the proof and like i they even had to call up one of the casters like yeah like one of the grown-ups and oh no, yeah i mean if, if your 14 year old kid comes downstairs if my daughter i know came downstairs like i need your wire instructions yeah. uh like it's you can i mean that's so much information that's banking information yeah. like that's like literally your key and you hear like the these kids are like getting scammed by yeah 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 know. No, I would have done the same thing. So how, it took a, about a week for them to verify that it was a, like an actual thing? Yeah, and it was a weird, I think, freshman, sophomore year of high school where I had gotten addicted to this, was putting in eight, ten hours a day. I was getting home from school at 4 p.m., playing till 4 a.m., going to bed for two hours, sleeping through my first, like, three hours of class, and it was a mess. I mean, my grade sucked. I wasn't making the money I am now, and my parents were like, what is he doing? Like, they would turn off the internet at midnight. I would sneak downstairs, go to the closet, turn it back on, and play for another few hours. And, and they go back downstairs, unplug it. They didn't understand. Yeah. 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 Oh, every time before I had to go to bed. And they didn't understand it. I mean, it's it was new to them. It was new to everyone. Yeah. 2017, 2018. But they're the most supportive parents now. Yeah? Oh, good, 100%. man. Good. Uh, so you, you walk downstairs. It's like Christmas, like, hey, I need, need your information. Yeah. Like, what's the first thing that they told you? I mean, obviously, besides like, the no. No. Well, okay, they're like, no. And I was like, like, please. Like, I showed them, like, my PayPal. Like, I showed them, like, the $25 tournaments that I won, like, and stacked up a few hundred bucks. And I was like, please. Like, I showed them that. And then they gave me the most throwaway piece of crap bank account they could find on a tiny bank in Virginia. Yeah. And I still have it to this day. That's who yeah. I was on the phone with this morning. Yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, this bank account has 100 bucks on it. Nothing else. Use this. If it's real, it's real. And I still use it to this day. Really? Yeah. That's cool. it, was there the opportunity to just get a check a check sent over to you? No, nope. because there was like this tiny tournament organizer that was like, they were only doing it this way and nothing else. And I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see why. It's just like all the extra work. Like, you know, it's up to you to convince them. We get to keep the money. We get to keep the money. That's pretty... That's pretty good. Um, your teammates, obviously, is it, are, are they people that you've been competing with for a long time? Yep. Uh, AJ, who me and him do it up pretty early in the offseason. I got dropped from Space Station. He got dropped from Phase. We actually teamed before, like two years ago for a few months during Season 9. Mm -hmm. Didn't go great, but we're very different players nowadays. And then Magic is someone who he's been on... Magic Bear? Magic Bear. <laughs> Chris Acevedo. He has been on the bubble, like between 8 to 12 in North America. And he's never really had his chance at the top yet. But he's someone who, in the beginning of Season X, which is around 2020, in the fall split, yep. Space Station Gaming, the team that I was on, was the best team in North America. Pretty undisputed. We won a regional and a major, that split. And Alpine, this random team out of nowhere that just gave us so many troubles. Like, they were the only team that split to have a positive record against us. And he was spearheaded the charge. And he's someone that a lot of pros have known will eventually come up he just needed his chance yeah and this is where where it begins this is where he gets up um obviously as you as you're going through these through these sort of like i, I don't want to call it like roster mania because that's like a, a super call of duty thing oh uh, it's everywhere it's everywhere now yeah what, what was that like i mean obviously it had to have been stressful yeah not fun um thankfully i had a really good world's world's performance and thankfully i have my brand to fall back on which a lot of orgs value a ton mm -hmm. so as soon as I got dropped from Space Station, I had quite a few offers coming in. But, I mean, as soon as I got dropped, it was, I reached out to Mist, who's now on phase here, PlayStation. I was like, hey, 
we teamed in the past. We won a major together. Let's let's do this again. He was like, all right, if I don't get phased, we'll do it. He got phased, but that just opens up AJ for me. And those two players are, they're both top 10 in North America. Mm-hmm. They're two very, two guys that I'm close with that I'm very confident in. So regardless of who I got, I was glad, but I'm, I'm pretty glad I got AJ. That's awesome. Um, I, you, you talked about your brand a little bit. What, what was the importance of, of uh, like, where did you get that, that knowledge? Because a lot of people, as you know, uh, professional players just play professionally. They right. don't, they don't take into account the opportunity that's also there for them. How did, what, what, what gave you that, that sort of insight as to, as to how to approach your situation? A mix of you guys and a mix of Shonduras as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would go to Utah a decent amount for Space Station and he would just show me like the money they were making, the people they were reaching. And it was just something where it doesn't take time. I mean, I employ a full-time editor. Mm-hmm. Because I'm able to, and I'm glad that I'm able to. I wasn't always able to, but it really, you stream for two hours or you record for 45 minutes. That's all you have to do. You don't have to do much. It's. I wish more pro players would take it because it's hard to find people to record with in Rocket League. There's only a few. There's yeah. Arsenal, Space Station, AJ. Um, there's Squishy, Garrett, but they don't really collab with anyone. So mm-hmm. it's really just Arsenal, apparently Jack, AJ. Mm-hmm. No other North American pros really post that much and unfortunate yeah what what are you what do you like what i mean obviously the main purpose is to grow your brand as much as you can but also the fallback uh it, you become sort of like a like a double tra- uh, a double threat you have this this insane game skill right which right. is what what originally people you know look look out for uh well people that that treat this thing as a, as a sports organization right instead of like a, a media organization the way that we do so that was definitely like a super plus for us right like well oh my god this like this dude falls right in in line with our wheelhouse as to how we approach the space not just esports but the entirety of the space so for for us it was like a like an easy easy no-brainer um when when did you upload your your first videos and and you know how what what do you like uh, how, how do what would you tell somebody in your position on how to start to do what you did if you're already a pro all you have to do is be consistent i mean even if you have 2000 followers on twitter if you're already a professional player you have eyes on you regardless it's not like you're starting from the bottom people know who you are mm-hmm. So you just post consistently, you post beating other top players, you post beating other top content creators, you post collabing with other top content creators. Rocket League, a lot of the content creators and pro players don't have a huge content ego. Most of them will collab with you. Mm-hmm. If you're already a known player, you have the foundation you need. You just have to go after it. You have yeah. to be consistent. It's the biggest thing. Consistency on YouTube is tough because you post or say you record a few videos in a day. Yeah, I'm feeling this. Those days will come where you're just like, I have no energy. I don't want to record. And I, I still have them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been daily for six months now. And most of the times I've missed uploads are because of um, events. But, I mean, even last night, I, my audio cut out one of my videos and I was just too lazy. I mean, it's everyone has their motivation spurts mm-hmm. and also the opposite. So you just have to be consistent you know realize you're doing it to set yourself up that's right that's good i mean not 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 a lot of people have that that forward thinking sort of uh uh approach to to what they're doing and and more often than not they they end up regretting not not taking the time i mean you see it nowadays with with call duty pros who are not being picked up by big teams who are now like all right i guess i'm gonna do content but man you know for for you to start content in a time where it's the only thing that you have going for you, it is the most, like you're putting so much pressure on yourself yep. at that point that you almost put yourself in a position to fail because you don't really give your creativity or your free time or your passion for for the game room to breathe or room to exist, you know, uh, in, in a silo aside from being successful as, as, a, as a streamer. Right. So my, my contention from the beginning of time was like, do it while you are in a position to do it, do it while you're popular, do it while you're competing in these in these big places because by the time that you get around to, let's say you, you're you in the last three years of your career, right, and you don't know when your career is going to end because you don't know if you're going to be performing or you don't know if you're going to end. Uh, and, and the ones that baffle me the most are the ones that are really, really good at the yeah. game and that really, really have an opportunity to 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 do that. Those guys are the ones that, that baffle me 
not as well let me rephrase that the ones that aren't at the top the ones that aren't the professionals that the, the starters the fucking superstars those are the people that should be super focused on getting their eight hours of practice in and then spending like an additional two hours not sleeping or not grinding on other game something else or if you are grinding the game like getting online and doing that because at least you're you're, you're building something you're building your content strategy for three years right you know, thinking that it's a three-year sort of life cycle for, for certain players. Those are the ones that baffle me the most because, like, you know that you are not the best of the best. You know that you may or may not get picked up. So why not start on your fallback during those times and truly start to focus on what your opportunity could be post-retirement, right? right? Uh, if you have a big following, you have a better chance of being picked up as an analyst. If you have a big following, you have a better opportunity being picked up for an organization that you can create content for. Um, and it just makes life easier for you. But for you to be like, fuck, man, I don't have a team. I guess I'm going to do content. Do you know how impossible it is? It's so hard. Like, it's, I don't, like, it's mind-boggling to me. And then the, the, the worst part about it is that people used to get mad at me in the COD scene for saying these things to, you know, about, about pro players. And they're like, no, we're, we're only supposed to compete. And I'm like, I don't, no one's benefiting on this but you. I'm telling players who will never play for me who are uh, who are never gonna be on my team to do this for themselves and people were still like yeah that's not my thing i'm like God, you're not doing it for me i'm just suggesting this for fucking you and sure enough like we we get to a point to where it's retirement time and everyone's like where's my money yeah it's like i guess it's time to start this thing yeah. but you're now competing against everyone, everyone and people that are better than you and more with you know, more with, eyes with around spot. them and yeah with a spot as part of an org constantly on there yeah the worst part is a lot of these players, like a lot of them are hilarious mm -hmm. and super like fun to watch, like good mechanically. And you know, all they had to do is just do what they're doing, just turn on a camera. And it's even worse when you have players that stream once and they don't get the viewers they want. They're like, oh, well, people don't want to watch me. Yeah. If it was easy, everyone would do it. That's right. Unless you're winning every single tournament in your respective esport, content makes more money than competitive. It always has. It always will. Content is just what King. makes money. YouTube specifically, Twitch makes a lot if you're at the top, and now they just announced their 50-50 split. Mm -hmm. and it just, all it takes is a little bit of time and consistency. Just have someone, pay someone to do the dirty work for you. I, am, I have a full-time editor, like I said. All I do is I record, and I send him the footage. He uploads it, titles it, bios it, thumbnails it. The whole he thing. He does everything. Yeah. All I do is upload it. For your social salsa? Uh no, I he he has access to my TikTok and YouTube, but not like my Twitter or anything. But probably soon. But all you have to do is upload it to a Google Drive, and that's it. it some days it'll take me twenty two minutes to get a YouTube video. Yeah, twenty two. Yeah, it's and it's and it's not something that you just benefit from uh from a monetary standpoint, but also like you have a chance. And this is what I also tell every, everybody here at the, at the at the studio is that. Each and every single one of, uh, if you consider one piece of content, a mango, for example, right? What do you do with the first layer of the of the of, of the you know the, the peel, right? Like you peel it off, and what are you doing with the skin of the mango? Okay, like that's one thing. This is one piece of content. You peel it off, and then it's doing something. Whatever it is, it's doing. You're burning it. It's incense now. Yeah. Or uh, you're taking the actual fruit, and then you're cutting it up and 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 redistributing it everywhere so everybody can get a piece. And each and every single one of these pieces. It has the opportunity to be monetizable, but also, more importantly, have the opportunity to go viral or to reach a, a new person that's going to follow you because yeah, they don't know you existed, but you actually look like my cousin, and now I like you a little bit more. Or you are saying the same shit that I've been fucking saying, and we relate so much, so I'm going to watch you. I'm going to put my friends onto you because yep. like, it is it is beyond me how people don't understand that that essentially what you're doing is you're just like redistributing the same the one piece of content can go in 15 different places and can have 15 different benefits for your brand, whether it's monetary or exposure or just a, a, a consistency, a, a teaching, a learning. Like it is just beyond me yep. how people don't give themselves the opportunity to, to truly extract what they could be had, had they given themselves a chance to do that. Especially in Rocket League too, because we play so many tournaments and there's you can post comm videos, you can post scrim highlights, you can post Montages, tournament predictions, yeah. you can post everything. And I think a big thing is a lot of people are scared that, you know, they'll predict something and then they'll lose early and then social media will attack them. And it's just a lot of people are kind of scared to put their thoughts out there. Mm -hmm. 
can be, I guess, controversial, not in a bad way, but I just think the biggest thing is do what you do, think what you think, don't let society or the Rocket yeah. League community conform your thoughts and just, I don't know. I There are so many players that, if you ask any pro, I am average to below average on the like individual mechanical point. I still get, you know, probably top five views in North American pro Rocket League players. Mm -hmm. If these players that were on the higher side of it, on the upper echelon, that are hilarious. Like there's Atomic from G2, one of the funniest dudes I've ever talked to. There's, I mean, it just, Mist is hilarious from FaZe. Um, AJ now, if once he, he's a little in his shell a little bit, but yeah, once, once he gets out up. of it, one of the funniest dudes I've talked to. There's just so many people that have good personalities, they just don't want to put in that tiny yeah. tiny extra work because it really doesn't take that much yeah. everyone associates it with like put or uploading the video and then editing it you don't have to do that as a pro player i know these kids these player salaries more than enough to have someone to just even if it's once a week twice yeah. a week yeah it and it's a write-off stuff it is yeah i know <laughs> right it's, and it's oh man. It, it, you 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 benefit in, in in so many ways than one so obviously you you're super young um what are you looking at this at this thing as as a, as a launch pad for something else? Are you are you already thinking about what other opportunities come from this thing? Well, opportunities definitely come from Optic, and I mean, as soon as I got benched from Space Station, it was I've told this story a few times, but it was right at the end of the World Championship. It was still going on. We had just gotten knocked out the day before. I had figured something was going on because our comms were super dead, and I had heard rumors, but I just you know played. I had no other option. And then right before the grand final starts, I hear a rumor from a European player that I'm kicked. I ask my coach. He tells me the truth. And I go straight back to my hotel, call my agent. He rushes, meet me there. Shout out, uh, Jonathan. And we're just scheming, sitting there in the hotel lobby. I'm like, I was blown. But thankfully, I had a good tournament. And the first org that came out of my lips was Optic because grinding content and just the environment here is what I always looked for well I mean, let, let's hope it is true right you the environment that you've only been experiencing has been through a screen right but i'm pretty sure that if you talk to everybody like it's it we are what we say we are on screen yep. it'd, be, it'd be i mean if to put up a facade for 15 years would be just almost impossible yeah, that'd so, be impressive so I'm, I'm i'm again i'm really happy to 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 have you on board um have you have you been so you're 19 you you knew of optic before like all this happened oh, like how long like how long have you 60, done 60 50 scuff house no how yeah. old were you back then that's like 12 Black Ops 2? Yeah. Black Ops 2, that's 2014, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Um, good times. Good times. Good times. I won't. Excellent times. I will. You, you got any questions that you want to ask me about the 60-50? Oh, man. Finish your thought. You want what? Yeah. I won't say that I was like a diehard Optic mm -hmm. fan, but COD is where I came from, and mm. Optic is where I watched, and, yeah. you know, Nade Shot, and... Shout out my brother. I have a lot of friends that are <clears throat> much bigger diehard Optic fans than I am, but this is like, if you could have asked 12-year-old Rettles where he wanted to be, it would have been Optic. Awesome, man. It's, it's always good to hear. It warms my heart to no end. So if you if you had a question about 60-50, what, what would it be? Like, what have you always done? Probably died? the Pomage story. Uh, Pomage wasn't in 60-50. No, not 60-50. Wherever he was when he was banging on the neighbor's door. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the he was super wasted. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know what's crazy is that that's not even one of the craziest stories. Like the craziest right, stories from, from, from Pomage and Embos is that one time they went to a bar in Palatine, Illinois. It was called uh, Dirty Nellies. Okay. Us back in the nineties, we used to call it Dirty with a U, Dirty Nellies. And uh, they closed down the bar. Him and Embos, uh, their phones are dead. There's no way to charge because the bar's closed. So there's, they are. Uh, I would say. I mean, I, can, I guess I can I can look it up. Directions. Uh, so anyway, th they have no phone, and they can't call an Uber. They can't call any of the friends. It's fucking 2, 3 in the morning, so it's oh. not like they can just walk into the gas. What's crazy is that if they would have walked away from the house, they could have gone to a gas station that's like right around that area. Directions from Dirty Nellies in Palatine, Illinois, to... McAlpin Drive, Inverness. I don't know. I mean, if this works, shout out <laughs> Google. Oh, my God, it does. Got everything. Uh, it is a total of 11-minute, wait, that's an 11-minute drive, 5.2 miles. Jeez. 
So at five, three a.m. You don't understand though. <laughs> this fucking road, bro. It's uh, it's it's Bradwell Road and and Palatine Road. Well, actually, they just they took the. I can't. I'm just trying to expand it. But they walked in darkness because there's there's no uh, phone, so no flashlight. So no flashlight, no phone, and there's cars zooming by. And there, and it's not like there's there's a shoulder. It it, it sinks down into like those water retainer like, yeah. things. So they're just walking. There, no one's gonna pick them up. Right, it's this, this, you know, this, this is, you know, two tall dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like in the middle of the night, At no one's, no yeah, one's picking no. them up, and they're drunk, <clears throat> more than likely. So they walked and walked and walked, and obviously, like, they live there, but they don't know how to yeah. fuck. You know, when you walk, when you, driving is one thing because you can truly, you know, quickly turn around. But when you're walking, your timing gets fucked up. So it's in the dark. Especially you're, if you're, you're drunk. Kinda, you're drunk. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how drunk they were, but. They just kept, they, they walked and they finally made it home. And it oh, was man. like a five mile walk, dude, in the dark. No, <laughs> li- and, and again, it, there's no street lights because it's forested area. So there's like literal forest where, where there's coyotes, there's fucking deer. What time some, of year is this? What, what's the weather looking like? I, I don't know, but it, 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 it was foggy. That's all I know. So it maybe it was like uh, maybe autumn or spring. Oh. Uh, but that was that to me was the, the craziest one because just all the shit that could have gone wrong. They could have literally gotten lost in one of those neighborhoods if they would have said it's like let's cut through here and this is one of those streets that curves and brings mm-hmm. you back around to where you started. Like this could have gone. Yeah, you're just gonna. How be do they get mad. home? They walked. But like how? I'm surprised they knew where to go. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. That's impressive. That's impressive. That's typical. It, dude, it is it, it literally five miles, and it is dirty nelly so to you. Uh, Dirty Nelly's Gastro Pub and Concert Hub uh, in Palatine, Illinois. What's the craziest big T story you got? Because he's been here forever. Um, you got to have something. Craziest that you can tell on, on the podcast, of course. Let me think. Um, I don't, I mean, he's a married, he's about to be a married man now. You know what I mean? And, and, and not, nothing to do with girls, right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Big T has always been the least of my worries. Yeah, I can uh, believe that. Because he's always been like that, 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 that steady rock that like I can lean on anytime something was going fucking wrong. So that's like he'll, he'll forever and always be my man. Um, but yeah, no, I no. didn't realize how involved he was. Same with Bose. I didn't like, I knew they were still with optic, but like them being in our announcement video and stuff, that was awesome. Yeah, no, that I mean, we 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 all come together when 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 something important like that, and they're here like weekly creating yeah. the content. But the majority of, of their time is obviously like Embos has like obviously his side business and. Man. Big Timer obviously has a side business. The Green and, Wall Street yeah, thing. so um, they they do their thing, and you know we form like Voltron when we need to. Like it. Uh, do you know what Voltron is? Matt, bring up Voltron. Do you, Matt? Do you know what Voltron is? Voltron is. I was gonna yeah, say it's something like that. Yeah, it's it's something like that. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's it's like both of those things. So. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Voltron. Oh my god, it's the best. That's pretty transformers. It is the that... fucking best though, because they're like, they're like, uh, they're like Panthers. What year is that? What year? Sixteen. You don't know. No, that. no, no. It's not. It's like when did the original Voltron release date? Uh, original Voltron. Guess the year. What do we got? Uh, I'm gonna say um, nineteen, nineteen ninety three. Nineteen eighty four. Ten years late. Um, I didn't hear about him until I got to. No, actually, I did hear about him as a kid. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me. What one of the best? I mean, cartoons back then were so fucking incredible, man. Like just the imagination alone, and nothing had already like nothing was saturated, nothing was like overexplored. And I do think when was um um Transformers released, Matt? Transformers release date nineteen eighty four. So who bit who? What is you know, I was about who, to say who was yeah who copied who? Um, but oh, you know, seven days apart. Seven days apart. But you know, you know. I mean, everybody knew that it was coming yeah. out. It, it it was probably released. Legendary uh, Defender. Anyway, fucking incredible, incredible cartoons back then. Uh, growing up, did you have a favorite cartoon? No, to be honest, I didn't. I never watched a ton of TV. Johnny Test was a big one. I'm a big Johnny Test guy, but that's way past your era. You're yeah, old. Well, I don't even know what that is. It's just here. Pull it up, Matt. Matt, you know what Johnny Test is? No, Matt doesn't know that either, dude. Oh yeah, this is what the one. The fu- I've this never the seen one. this. And SpongeBob was always a classic as yeah. well. You know SpongeBob. But I do know SpongeBob. I was just always a huge gamer. Like I d- never watched a bunch of TV and like me and my brothers would play Halo because I have two older brothers and they would play Halo Three and I would sit there and like they would give me a controller unplugged and I like would think I was playing. Yeah, I was like yeah, six yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, me and my dad always played like the 
you know like the arcade games where you can like pull the gun out of the side mm -hmm. and it was like those yeah i forget side. what it was called but on like ps3 yeah oh no i never i never played on, on yeah. a console i played uh at, at the arcade um Growing up in in the place that you did, what was, what was your high school like? I mean, what, I mean, did because obviously you were you were playing during those times. Right? Actually, give me a second. Let me say hello to the sponsors really quickly, okay. and then we'll be right back. The sponsor this week happens to be Honey. Uh, obviously, coming back for like the umpteenth time, so certainly appreciate their support for always supporting the Eavesdrop Podcast, the award winning Eavesdrop Podcast, as you guys know. Uh, and as I've told you before, Honey is an application that you can download straight to your computer or your mobile phone, which allows you to scour the internet. Once you get to the checkout line, whether it's on BestBuy.com, whether it's on uh, Walmart. Uh, Target, Pizza Hut, as the story always goes, we always have the ability at the uh, checkout time to just click on the Honey button, which will scour the entire internet for coupons that apply to you specifically for that time. And you can watch it drop. The prices drop right in front of your in front of your face as you're doing it, right? Because thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past, right? Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that finds to your cart. And how does that work? Well, it's very simple. Imagine you're shopping one of your favorite sites, as I just mentioned, whether it's Best Buy, Target, uh, whatever it is. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches the entirety of the internet for coupons that they can find for that specific site that you're shopping on. If Honey finds a coupon that's, that works, you'll watch the prices uh, drop right in front of you. Most recently, because I'm done, I'm done telling the Pizza Hut story. But most recently, we uh, we we needed a bunch of lights here, so we again we met, went to the website, applied the coupons, we were able to get all these bright, super bright lights. And I don't know what happened to the old ones, but these obviously are way better. But same thing happened, right? We 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 saw how much the total was going to be, and immediately saw the honey button, clicked it, watched the prices drop, and we were able to get a good discount on uh, on there. So you know, uh, honey doesn't just work on your desktop; it works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone, and you can save on the go. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll only be doing yourself a solid, and also supporting this podcast and the show, which obviously is something that I personally appreciate. And I appreciate you for doing that i'd never recommend something that we don't use that's a fact uh and you can get honey for free right now if you go to joinhoney.com slash eavesdrop that is j-o-i-n-h-o-n-e-y.com slash e-a-v-e-s-d-r-o-p i'll leave a link in the description down below to make it super easy for you to just go there click it download it if you haven't already so for all of you all of you who are new that are coming here to watch my man Reddles, anybody from the rocket league community uh, i appreciate you guys stopping by make sure to subscribe to this channel but also if you're looking to save some cash on the internet while you're shopping and some of your favorite sites joinhoney.com as i mentioned link in the description watch the prices drop save some money support the podcast support optic that's all we can do so Thank you, honey. I appreciate the support. Always coming through clutch. Um, we were talking about your high school. Like you, you were playing, almost. Were you a professional at that point? Like yes. in, in your senior year. Yeah. So when what was your high school like? I mean, did people know that you were a gamer, a professional, etc.? So I was actually professional in my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. So sophomore oh. year, yeah, sixteen years old. I just competed at my first land, Dreamhack Dallas, and then that was the year where we had twenty nineteen. So Dreamhack Dallas in May. I made RLCS the week before that. So RLCS back then was an eight-team format. The bottom two from the previous season and then the top two from the minor league played in a tournament, and we won that. So we went up. Next week, played DreamHack Dallas, May 31st, 2019. And then we qualified for DreamHack Valencia, played that in July 4th. And neither of those were great placements, but just, you know, first two lands with all the best teams in the world there. And then DreamHack Montreal, 2019, is still my only land win to this day where we were the 12th seed. It's like the craziest Cinderella story in Rocket League. Uh, all of us were 16 years old, still the youngest team to ever win an international land. It was like the best day of my life. We weren't even going to go to that event. Uh, we had just picked up a kid that lived in New York. Mm -hmm. So both my teammates lived in New York. They both drove up. They convinced their families to drive like the seven, eight hours to Montreal. I flew up. Uh, we had just signed with an org, Pittsburgh Knights, but it wasn't announced yet. And they delayed the announcement until after DreamHack Montreal that we won because they wanted to get, like, they were kind of owned by, like, the Steelers and they wanted to get them involved. So we won that, and that's where it kind of blew up. And I had only told my girlfriend at the time and then one of my best friends. And then after that, everyone found out. And that was a weird year for me because those three lands and then Worlds in Madrid and a few Pittsburgh trips, I had gotten, like, 35 absences. So I had to go like in front of the board and like tell like show them like pay stubs yeah. and like 
why it's called extenuating circumstances yeah, and they yeah. didn't grant it even though i had like what a, fucking haters at the time like a five thousand dollar a month salary yeah. and like this sixteen thousand. they were hating they're like i, they were I hating. don't get paid five thousand dollars. thankfully month. i had a lot of cool teachers that like i told them about it and i was like i'm doing fine can you please just pass me and they all did so yeah that's very cool shout out to them For real. um more often than not like people in in positions like that who, who want the best for you only know their way as the right way and they don't want to be responsible for the the plan that you have outside of school to right. not pan out and then them being like oh i didn't prepare this kid to well, go to college yeah so uh, it, it makes it it makes it difficult for them so you know those those circumstances that, that people talk about um you know change from 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 person to person and in, in your case obviously you were uh, you know, you you were not what they were expecting you to be, right? Like it's like who who expects anyone to be a professional gamer? I mean, I right. wonder what schools no nowadays one. is like. Like, do high? I mean, I know that some high schools have like, like an esports programs. Stuff, yeah, right, I wonder like how many high schools like does every single high school have it now? I don't so. think so, but definitely a lot more than when I was in school, and obviously when you were in school. But yeah, back. Like, I wonder if my high school, my 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 old high school, has it. If not, maybe. you should I'm be in the Hall of Fame. I'm no, I, I'm not even on their <laughs> Wikipedia. Um, let me see, Wheeling High School, Wheeling High School Esports. Nah, preseason here at H the largest high school event. No, nah, they don't have it. Uh Wheeling High School homepage. Um maybe I can help with that. Maybe. Maybe I can help with that. No. Go back to some good, you know what I mean? Yeah. To a school that gave me back nothing. Home. Yeah. Uh <laughs> that was good, Matt. <laughs> uh esports. Let me see. Um, esports. Uh, Esports Knights provides the organization, uh, but no, this is this, this is uh, Prospect High School, Elk Grove High School. Um, pretty cool. Yeah, but no, not not uh not not my my what's it called alma mater? Is that right? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, yeah, not my alma mater. Uh, pretty cool. The Wheeling High School, man. Yeah, they weren't gonna fail the because, like, I moved to Virginia or back to Virginia in the middle of fifth grade, fifth through ninth grade. I went to a school and then i i mean i knew everyone there because i was there for four years and i guess i was popular in middle school terms i just would talk to everyone and then as i got rezoned to a different school like the rival school yeah and i just didn't really feel the need to that was actually like in the transition point from soccer to rocket league Ooh. so i mean i didn't feel the need to go out and meet a ton of people i met like my very close friend group that i'm still with now but all i did was just i just Slept played. through class and played Rocket League. Yeah, um, I, I, obviously you played soccer, so that adds a little bit of a level of uh, of popularity. Obviously, playing sports in high school yeah, is like enough. super, super cool. Um, so that's, that's awesome. Aside from soccer, were you interested in any other stuff uh, there? Um, I played basketball a little bit, like through middle school. I was never really that good, mm -hmm. and that's about it. I played soccer my whole life though, up until high school, and then Rocket League. Hit. Yeah, so l let me ask you about uh, you, you know side side uh, side interests. Obviously, you know Rocket League can't be the only thing. It can't. Um, I've been getting into golfing recently. Okay, I'm not good, but me and Rambo talked about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, lifting has been on and off for the last year and a half. The last like two months, I've slacked so much because of Worlds and then this whole and I need to get back into it. But and then when I'm at home, surfing is a big thing for me because I'm only like an hour away from Outer Banks, North Carolina. So when my brother lived here, I would go there pretty often. But now he's in San Diego, so mm. he'll that. They got me. waves out there now. San Diego, no, East, right? Oh, San Diego, hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. percent. Uh, East Coast waves suck. Yeah, but West Coast, I gotta go yeah. out there. You do, get, you do have to go out there. Uh, so surfing, uh, have you, have you, um, like obviously, like on you because. What happens in the space that we live in is that you start out making money by playing video games, mm -hmm. and then you sort of try to explore like what your entrepreneurial spirit looks like, right? Have you thought about any of those things? Because you're you're so young that I, you know, the, the the best thing that you can do is like start thinking about that now, and maybe start working on it like a little bit without letting it be a distraction. The same way that you hire an editor, maybe you can hire somebody to you know do do like side things. There is something that interests you like that or not? Um, I haven't fully jumped into it i i invest a little bit into stocks and crypto i need to get a financial advisor I was actually i have like a list of things i have to do in dallas the mm -hmm. first month i have to go to the dmv i have to go to a new bank and then i have to go talk to a financial advisor i haven't done any of them yet but yeah. that is something i'd probably be interested in just because i have i mean i'm 19 years old i just got my first apartment and i've been stacking money for the last four years i have 
a decent amount of free money that is just sitting nice there. Nest egg just sitting yeah. there. And being 19, I have a ton of time until I'm even 35, 40 to just invest this. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that as a 29-year-old where everything fell apart for me, I was still able to make it out of life. So you are good. You know, fail good. fail as much as you can. I'm good right now. I mean, not on purpose, right? Like if it happens, it happens. But um, I, I do think that, that sort of planning for the future in that regard, like will we'll set you apart like – like you cannot believe, right? Like it's 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 a uh, especially in the age of the internet, especially like you're talking about crypto and Web three and where that's gonna be going. Like I think all the stuff that's gonna be normal to kids that are way younger than you, like uh, you know that, that that are growing up right now, like that's gonna be so so new to them that it's just gonna be na- natural. Uh, so I think that you know taking taking the time to learn that those opportunities is like super super important. Hundred um, percent. I wanted to ask you, what the fuck was I gonna ask you? Um, all right, so what are what's, what's the future plans? Obviously, like, uh, oh, you know what? I, I, I remember the question I wanted to ask you. Obviously, as you're going through this process of, of living on your own, when, when it's fresh in your mind, what is some, like, what is, like, the, the, the toughest things that you have to deal with right now, currently, that people can look to when it's time for them to move out of their house? Oh, um, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, like, uh, what do you have to do today? Today, I had, I woke up at, 8 a.m. and I called my bank to try and get this hold off my card. They said there wasn't a hold on my card, but that doesn't make sense because my card got declined yesterday when I tried to buy furniture, but I, there's plenty of money in that account. Then I called the furniture people and asked them if they could try it again. It failed again, and it's just a mess. There are a lot of things that your parents do that you don't realize they do until yeah, time. you don't have them. I mean, even just, and I did chores around the house. I would mow the lawn, wash the dishes, whatever, but there are just the smallest things that you have to grocery shop for in the world mm-hmm. like ziploc bags yeah i've never fucking bought ziploc bags yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. like trash bags ziploc bags dish soap chapstick i mean yeah. there's just i went to target with my mom because she helped me do the drive here i drove mm-hmm. 20 hours and she was here from friday to sunday friday to monday we went to the dallas game and we went to target and we we're like all right just what i need for the week we ended up buying like 800 bucks just like because you go I went to go furnish the apartment, so I had to get, like, bowls, plates, forks, <clears throat> all that stuff. And then you're like, all right, this is what we need. And then you see pots and pans, you're like, okay, I need that. And then you see plates, and you're like, okay, I need that. And then just the small stuff, like an air fryer, a rice cooker, stuff like that. And then we're like, all right, we have an entire cart and a half, and we haven't even gotten to the food yet. Right. And then you go to the food, and then you get chicken, rice, waters. Fruits. Fruits, snacks. And then you pass by, you know, the... Like deodorant and dishwash and it's just, there's so much stuff you have to buy. And I mean, I lived on my own with what, Arsenal. Toilet paper? Oh, toilet paper, dude wipes. Yeah. I lived on my own with Arsenal in Miami for a month and a half, mm-hmm. two months. But that was easy because it was already furnished and, mm-hmm. you know, I was 17 years old. I'd order food every so day. So what does your and, apartment look like right now? Uh, um. So right now I'm in the player apartments. Uh, down in Dallas, and right now it's a three-bedroom that is used with the Envy slash Optic players whenever they're just there for a little bit. And right now it just looks like me, Magic Bear, AJ, and then the absolute bare essentials. Like, we the we do cooking enough. Like, there's a ton of frozen food, bunch of waters, snacks, cereal. Mm-hmm. But soon, tomorrow actually, I get access to my new apartment. Cool. I can show that on stream. Well, show that on stream, yeah, not on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Save, yeah, save that for your stuff. Yeah, yeah, save it, save it, save it. Um, I mean, I, look, I, I can tell you that what worked for me in the past, uh, and, and actually I just experienced it about four years ago when I moved away from Jude and my daughter in our house in Chicago okay. to the to the apartments down here, and um, I, I lived by myself for like a month, right? And, you know, I, w- what I would do... Obviously, Judith furnished the whole thing, so I yeah. didn't have to worry about about you know the furniture and stuff. Rugs. All I have to yeah, rugs, lamps, yeah, rugs, like, lamps, a, a coffee table, yeah. a bed stand. It's like I was looking at it, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna get a bed, a TV stand, a TV, and a couch. Yeah, four things. Yep, dude, I'm looking at that website. I'm like, okay, I gotta get some box springs. I gotta get a mattress. I gotta get a mattress pad. It's like, oh my, yeah. It was an Expensive. exciting time, though. It is an exciting time. It's and, such an exciting time. And it's, you know, something you got to do a few times in your life, and you just have to do it, but it is expensive. 
expensive. Yeah. Oh my. God. Oh yeah, dude. What I, what I would do is I would walk around. I would walk into a room because I got sick of like, fuck. Where's this shit at? Yeah. Like, oh my god, I gotta order this. Yeah. And I got to the point too. By the time that I was ordering a thirteen, a third thing online, I was just like, all right. This is not, obviously not working. Yeah. So I would I I started from the door. I walked down the hallway. I'm like, okay, what is this hallway missing? missing. Yep. Maybe something here. So I would write down notes, and I'm like, okay, what does the first bedroom need? Okay, we need some bed frame That's and then sheets. It needs that. And I would just write down bathroom. Okay, bathroom, and then I would a category for bathroom. How many bathrooms? Order three of those same things. <laughs> Maybe you know. So I I went through it, and I was just like I. Because I never really lived on my own ever. Right. Like I went from living at my parents' house to living with my now wife Jude. Yep. And you know she's always handled everything for me. I'm like the biggest baby. They bless. They, yeah. they bless us. They so super bless us, right? Like I went from my mom to Jude being the ones to take care of me, and you know God bless her because she's literally got eight kids or ten kids in her hands, right? We got the dogs, we got Liv, and then we got me. Um, <laughs> so it's uh it's tough, but it is it is an exciting it, it is an important part in any human when they leave the nest and they go off on their own to experience that. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, I've been eased into it a little bit. With I was 24, dude. You're doing it at 19. That's insane. Yeah, but I, I do have a little bit more help than you do because I have Ian. Shout out Ian at yeah. Envy Now Optic, and he's you know done every. He's like our page. Mm -hmm. He's done everything for us, and he's been better than I could ask for. Shout so. out Ian. Shout out Ian. Yeah, super good. Um, all right. Well, listen. Any any close anything that you want to talk about? I mean, obviously we have what do we what do we have coming up? Uh, uh, okay, so. The new season, there are three splits, three majors, and then worlds. So okay. the first one that is announced is Rotterdam, Netherlands. No one is auto-called for it. This is the toughest NA has ever been. It is beginning of December. So there's three regionals. You have to finish in the top five of North America to make the major. There are, you get like points per placing, and it's tough. There are realistically nine teams that could be there. Mm. No one is guaranteed. Who, who are, if you, best so there's phase G2. V1, SSG, NRG. So those were like the five from last season. There's us, Complexity, uh, Jack's team, who has, you know, they're an org but not announced yet, um, and Furia, who mm. are probably a top five team in the world that lived in South America and they just moved here. Mm. So we have Furia, we have Complexity, both South American teams. Complexity got here last season, but they just made a roster move from a European player that's flying in. Mm -hmm. And you have Jack and Nolly's team. So you have three teams that are major potential mm -hmm. and with five spots. Everyone thought a six spot was getting added because there were like rumors of it and nothing. Yeah. So from what went to a probably six team region last season is now a nine with only five spots. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't think a single team in Rocket League is guaranteed. In this, maybe G two and Phase because they were at the top last season, and Phase debatably made an upgrade. I don't think so, but because AJ's on my team yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then G two, who just they were grand finalists, they yeah. were major winners last season. But this, it's the tightest it's ever been. Mm -hmm. One bad regional, and you're not making the major. So, and what, what does that do? Like, if let's like, what, what, does that just set your season? Not really. Uh, last season, we actually didn't make major one. We so. Top five made it last season, and us and Complexity were tied at fifth six after all three regionals. So we had to play a best of seven tiebreaker. We lost in game seven. No, that was tough. Uh, Sipigo ended up leaving the team for phase, and then we picked up Daniel, like the wonder kid, and then we made winter, spring, and worlds. So it doesn't really affect it that much, but missing two is tough. Um, Magic Bear, who we just picked up, hasn't been in a major yet, and AJ obviously was top four at worlds with phase. So. We got a lot of work to do. We have the pieces, but I mean, it's just full of talent this season, so it's not going to be easy. I've never been to the Netherlands. And Let's we'll, go. And we'll be there. When is it? December 9th, I think. <laughs> Matt, you can probably pull it up on Liquipedia if you want. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pulling that up in the meantime. I mean, I, my, my December is so effed. Um, even like, the beginning yeah just just already committed um, but I, I do want to I, I haven't traveled to Europe I was supposed to bring my passport here for Paige to uh, yeah. to to renew and I've been forgetting but luckily she's not here to to you know to remind me of it um, so Asia Pacific APAC Middle East and North America blah 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 Oceania uh, okay December 8th through the 11th do we have anything Matt I mean, if I can get my passport by then, I might, I might be, I might be. Uh, and that's the first optic major for the new team. No, I cannot. Oh, plus another one's gonna be sweet. 
You ever been? Nope. So how do you know? Because it's new. New Rotterdam. places are always sweet. Rotterdam. We I, the only place in Europe I've been are Madrid, Valencia, London. I've never been to Spain. Really? Never been to Spain. I want to Madrid so badly. Madrid was sweet. Madrid in December? Yeah. Oh, it was awesome, dude. We went to this like, okay, so we were, oh, I was 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. Knew nothing but the U.S. And so we would eat like five guys and McDonald's and because it was scary. Like new stuff is scary, especially when they don't speak English. Mm-hmm. And you're just, you like have to point to the stuff on the menu. So we, the last night we were there, <laughs> like, you're good. Go on. The last night we were there, um, so the four NA teams back then were us, PK, Space Station, NRG, and E United. Yeah. And PK, SSG, and E United, all three of us, all three of the teams, including the coaches and even the subs of two of the teams, were like best friends. So we did everything together. And the last night, in like the 38 degree weather, in the like this little hole in the wall taco shop in Madrid, we went and there was a 45 minute line. You had to wait outside the entire time. People were like leaving and we finally got in, nowhere to sit, just the tiny booth to order. Dollar Tacos, the best thing I've ever eaten to this day. It's called Tacos in Madrid. It's incredible. Fuck out of here. It was the best. I, to be fair, I haven't had super good Mexican food. Okay. Like I said, I, li- right. I lived in a beach town, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the Don't best. Don't talk crazy, man. I know. I, we got to try crazy. something. But if we ever go to Madrid for Rocket League again, I'll take you to that place because that place was insane. Hmm. Man, I, I I tell you, I'm 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 the biggest stickler when it comes to tacos. So I'm gonna take it to. I'm gonna, Paige was telling me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, at at the end of the day, if I'm not the professional Mexican here, who is right? right. And I, I'm not. It's not like I'm gonna steer anybody wrong. Like I can't do that. I gotta, of course. You know, I gotta I gotta do the the best that I can to guide everybody to the best spots. And so far, so good. It takes a while to get to where we need to get to, I but at it. the end of the day, it's it's. You know, it's it's a it's a work in progress. Uh, look, man, I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to see what you do from a content perspective. I, I'm I'm excited for what you bring to Optic. Uh, I, I I hope to be traveling with you guys as much as I can. Um, but you know, it's it's uh it's an exciting time for us at Optic, right? Uh, especially off of the back of 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 some you know some unfortunate you know circumstances. Yep. Uh, so for us, it's about. You know, keeping our, our our heads high and and eyes forward. Uh, so I look forward to to being teammates with you. I look forward to the content we're gonna create together. If there's anything that I can ever do for you, obviously, do not hesitate to ask. Um, but you're in good hands. So thank you for joining, brother. Appreciate there, you. Of course. This won't be the last time you appear here. Hope all to right. have you on the Optic Podcast soon enough. Uh, everybody, all of his information is gonna be in the description down below. Be sure to follow him. Um, because uh, we're going places, gosh darn it, as you guys know. Anyway, that's going to do it for this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed the video, please remember to not leave without leaving a like. Again, all his information, episode 144. Thank you to Honey. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. See ya.